the words of Sri Aurobindo. The supramental evolution. There have been times when the seeking for spiritual attainment was, at least in certain civilizations, more intense and widespread than now, or rather than it has been in the world in general during the past few centuries. For now the curve seems to be the beginning of a new turn of seeking, which takes its start from what was achieved in the past and projects itself towards a greater future. But always, even in the age of the Vedas or in Egypt, the spiritual achievement or the occult knowledge was confined to a few. It was not spread in the whole mass of humanity. The mass of humanity evolved slowly, containing itself all stages of the evolution from the material and the vital man to the mental man. A small minority has pushed beyond the barriers, opening the doors to occult and spiritual knowledge and preparing the ascent of the evolution beyond mental man into spiritual and supramental being. Sometimes this minority has exercised an enormous influence as in Vedic India, Egypt, or according to tradition in Atlantis, and determined the civilization of the race, giving it a strong stamp of the spiritual or the occult. Sometimes they have stood apart in their secret schools or orders, not directly influencing a civilization which was sunk in material ignorance or in chaos and darkness or in the hard external enlightenment which rejects spiritual knowledge. These cycles of evolution tend always upward, but they are cycles and do not ascend in a straight line. The process, therefore, gives the impression of ascents and descents. But what is essential in the gains of the evolution is kept, or even if eclipsed for a time, re-emerges in new forms suitable to the new ages. The creation has descended all the degrees of being from the supermind to matter, and in each degree it has created a world, rain, plain, or order proper to that degree. In the creating of the material world, there was a plunge of this descending consciousness into an apparent inconscience and an emergence of it out of that inconscience, degree by degree, until it recovers its highest spiritual and supramental summits and manifests their powers here in matter. But even in the inconscience there is a secret consciousness which works, one may say, by an involved and hidden intuition proper to itself. 
in each stage of matter, in each stage of life, this intuition assumes a working proper to that stage and acts from behind the veil, supporting and enforcing the immediate necessities of the creative force. There is an intuition in matter which holds the action of the material world from the electron to the sun and planets and their contents. There is an intuition in life which similarly supports and guides the play and development of life in matter till it is ready for the mental evolution of which man is the vehicle. In man also the creation follows the same upward process. The intuition within develops according to the stage he has reached in his progress. Even the precise intellect of the scientist who is inclined to deny the separate existence or the superiority of intuition yet cannot really move forward unless there is behind him a mental intuition which enables him to take a forward step or to divine what has to be done. Intuition, therefore, is present at the beginning of things and in their middle as well as at their consummation.